0: Once again, we are diving right in, skipping the intro. I'll add it in in a few episodes, who cares? Uh, this is a, an interview with Jennifer Forster and she is doing everything possible to bring such important messages to people in times of stress, overwhelm, doubt, frustration, so they can start living from a, a world of expansion. So if you catch yourself... In a space of trying to strive, trying to push, trying to hustle, uh, one key piece of this interview that I got away from was basically recognizing that when you do that, the energy level is fear. You have to keep relying back on fear in order to produce energy, in order to make some things happen. And Jennifer, in this in this in this podcast episode, walks you through three key elements. Where you can move from striving from fear into a place of expansion, energy from expansion, energy from love, where love is your energy. And that just causes a ripple effect throughout your life, whether it be your relationships, your health, your business, whatever it may be. We just go on such a really cool, uh, really cool tangent of just all the ways in which you can start going from fear into freedom into love and use your expansive energy so that you can not only start to get the results that you want through all of this chaos that we're going through at the moment, but to also have a successful business as part of your purpose. You know, we're all here to do something. We're all here because we have this calling in our heart. And in order to come from expansion, in order to come from love, in order to live this stuff, uh, Jennifer lays out some really cool three-step process so that you know exactly where you're at and exactly where to go next. And so it's a quite a longer interview, but it's just jam-packed with so much content, so many tools that you can implement right now. And uh, I highly encourage anyone that's out there to reach out to Jennifer, even if you want to just add her to your network. Um, I've got on so many calls with her where we just have a chat. We just have a chat and just heart-to-heart, have an expansive uh an expansive relationship and and talk about some expansive stuff and she's just an absolute light an absolute pleasure to have in the network and just be there for support because she's just so wise and so supportive and she's she's also living this stuff so a very very cool example so it's my pleasure to bring you this interview i know you're going to get a lot from it here we go all right here we go So we have Jennifer Forster here. Now, it'd be awesome, Jennifer, if you were able to just give us a bit of a quick rundown um, of Mm -hmm. who you are and what you do because I'm going to be bringing more and more people on here. Uh, Mm -hmm. No doubt you'll be able to add some things uh, to help some of the the people listening, that some content and some insights that I may be missing or that may be different for me. Maybe I'd explain some things in a different way. So I'm keen to get more and more people on here to give some more value. Uh, what about if you just start and let us know who you are and what it is you do?
1: Yes, look, for sure. Well, where should I start? I'm not even sure where I should start. Um, Perhaps one of the better things for me to begin with would be to say that I have experienced what most people have experienced around the country and perhaps particularly at the at the moment. Right. So things like, um, you know, I know what it's like to be, um, to be broke. I know what it's like to have a relationship fall apart. I know what it's like to lose a child. I know what it's like to, you know, wake up and be the worst parent in the world. And I know what it's like, you know, to experience all of those kinds of things that, um, can throw us off kilter and, um, um, and really put us into that tailspin of downward spiralling into what's wrong with me. You know, what, what, why is this happening to me? And look, that's not to say that I haven't had a fantastic life. I have, you know, my life has been a kaleidoscope of experiences and ventures and qualifications. Um, You know, I started out working, uh, you know, in this high flying career and in international deluxe hotels in Sydney I've been an entrepreneur and, and started three businesses from scratch across three different industries. Um, I've worked in the health and fitness industry as a, as a fitness professional and as a life coach. I've worked um, in Saudi Arabia for half a year as a, um, uh, as a, a health and wellness officer and um, just really creating change for women in that environment. So there's lots and lots and lots of stuff that I've done. But I think the, the key thing is that the greatest learnings and growth that I've had have not come through that shiny rap sheet. They've come through dealing with day-to-day experiences that no matter how shiny your rap sheet is, you are going to have to deal with. So that's, I guess, me in a nutshell. And I, th- I guess I should mention the, that I've now put all of that into a book called the power of a peaceful woman, um, which are my 49 ways to drop the armor and diffuse the drama.
0: <laughs> so I that's me. Awesome. Well thanks so much for being here. It's it's you know you and I have got to know each other a little bit on in the last few months and it's it's clear every time we talk that you talk from experience. You know, you talk from a place of going through it yourself and therefore developing the tools and tactics for knowing how you went through it and then having the passion to pass it on right so who is it that yeah. you help these days and what's your passion the change you want to you want to make in the world
1: the people that i help these days are, are i guess mostly women although my book is very much for men too and and many men have read it but i guess because i'm a woman and i have navigated a woman and navigated life from a female perspective. I've been a solo mum and brought two teenage kids through, you know, into adulthood and navigated life in, you know, as an entrepreneur, as a, as a, as a woman raising kids on her own. I, I would say that the, the people that, I, that will resonate with my stories the most and um, the way I've unpacked my life, will be women, women that are, that are either dealing with burnout or dealing with, um, you know, the stress of trying to be everything to everyone, because that's exactly how I used to live my life. Um, and why I don't anymore, because you're right, Tyson, I knew that the only way I was ever going to create any kind of change was not intellectually. But experientially, so I've literally turned my life into a science experiment, if you like. I've I've literally put it under this giant microscope and um, dissected it bit by bit to really see what was going on at the at the root level. You know, not not intellectually. We, We there's plenty of information out there for all of us. You know, we we've never had more wisdom and information at our disposal but intellectual wisdom does not create change it it it, it requires you to embody the wisdom it re- requires you to to be able to experientially apply it to your particular life your circumstances you know every one of us has a different blueprint that we live by that's been created by our experiences our culture our community our beliefs so we're all, you know, not one particular piece of wisdom is going to serve us individually. It's taking that wisdom and have it um, become an embodied understanding that is where the change will begin.
0: Yeah, wow. And that's, that is so key. And that's something that I've been pretty relentless with is not only with learning, uh, you know, learning all of the, all these strategies or adopting you know certain philosophies like you say it's embodying it it's actually sitting the time it's taking the time to for me to to sit down meditate on something and and live that way i mean Mm -hmm. i mean today today i was even on the on my uh on going through a government website trying to get it up in up and rolling and and get some things connected and uh, you know, my passwords and thing things wouldn't work, and and certain uh, <laughs> certain things were just setting me off. And I caught myself uh, completely being frustrated, and uh, totally. and then I was like, bang! I was I was instantly the observer of it, instantly mm. curious about what beliefs I had that was leading to frustration. And then I sat there and and, and held space for it, held space for that frustration. And then once that dissolved, I, I sat back in it and and uh, you know focus on a place of love, focus on a place of serving, focus on a place mm. of um, of that even uh, getting before this call focusing mm. on on how much value I can add in here and 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 what I can do um, to make sure this is a good a good call because i 've never done interviews before and like ran interviews so i'm i'm new to this and so I was sitting with all of that and so mm. embodying it and living it is completely different than learning it and uh, and just knowing it intellectually. Um, Absolutely. So do you, have, do you have any particular tips? Because I know a lot of people right now are going through uncertainty. They're going through doubt. They're going through frustration. Things around them are going in an epic level of chaos. And, mm. um, and so the reason why I wanted to really have you on here and, and obviously the reason why you wanted to jump on and, and share some value is because you wanted to share your principles of how to guide people through that, right? How to guide them from
1: Absolutely. what's
0: going on around them to embodying these principles and to, and to get the outcomes and the, and the quality of life they want. Is that right?
1: A hundred percent. And, you know, just on, on our friendship that has formed um, recently, it, it is because we both go at this the same way. We, I think we both have come from this background of striving, you know, really striving and just sleeves up, head down, bum up, and just in this forced pushing kind of way of getting shit done, basically yeah. getting stuff done. I think we both are guilty of being these high-achieving, overachieving um, people, but I think we both, and this is why we get on so well and why, you know, we value each other is because we both have come to understand that, that is not an infinite source of energy. It is, in fact, a finite source of energy. And it, and it kind of leads me into how, um, how I came to understand that first and foremost, which then gave me this three step process that I want to share with the listeners today, which is not something, it's not a piece of intellectual wisdom that I've learned and I'm now paraphrasing. This is how I navigate my life so that like you, I am the observer of my life and my human, uh, my human experiences, which come from my human condition, which come from the fact that I am human. We all are human. And I think first and foremost, I want to say to everybody that's listening, no matter what you're experiencing right now, whether you're experiencing joy or sadness or you know, anger or happiness or excitement or frustration, whatever it is that you're experiencing right now, it's okay. It's okay. There is not one set of feelings and emotions that are right and one set of feelings and emotions that are wrong. The, the, the law of impermanence which governs the whole universe is why our feelings come and go, you know, because they're not designed or meant to, to be here for any set amount of time. You know, we're only, we're not only meant to feel something, you know, happiness rises and it will fall away. Sadness rises and it will fall away. You know, all of our feelings are designed to come and go. And I was just saying, I don't know if this actually came out on the recording, but you know, we understand this with the universe, you know, intellectually humans know the universe is shifting and changing all the time. And we're okay with that. We understand it with nature. We know that nature is shifting and changing all the time and we're okay with that. We don't try and, you know, hang on to spring because we love spring the most, you know, we know that spring is eventually going to end and summer is going to come. But with our feelings, we tend to move into this. I shouldn't, shouldn't be feeling this way or I should be over this by now. Or I, you know, why am I feeling upset today? Why is this upset me? Why is this triggering me? Why am I angry about this? Instead of, we need to begin to get into the practice of being okay with whatever is with us in this moment right now, and let it be there because it is going to pass. Because oh. it, it it is all coming to to pass away, to move away from us. So, so that's what that's one of the aspects that I wanted to to share first and foremost. But where I began to figure this out for myself was when I became really friendly with my overachiever and my striving energy and. Um, a nice healthy dose of um, adrenal fatigue and chronic fatigue was what really stopped me in my tracks a few years ago and, and got me to really look at this striving energy that I was um, using to, na- you know, to propel me through life. And what I came to understand about striving energy is that it requires um, a particular kind of fuel to keep to, to first give it some momentum and then it requires you to keep reacting and responding to keep it going. So for example, uh, striving energy requires fear to be the thing that kind of gets you to, to want to keep moving ahead. So fear is the thing that says I have to achieve this, or I can't let this happen, or I need to need to get this particular result, or I need to get so many followers. I need to get, you know, all of the things that, that Tyson, I know you talk about, what sits under that for most of us is fear. But it's the thing about striving energy is that the second we stop, so does our momentum because we're the ones that have to keep, you know, being the thing that reacts and responds to the fear that has us making the choices to keep doing what we're doing. The difference, the energy I tend to tap into now is what I call expansion energy. So expansion energy um, has some science underneath it and underneath it but the simplest way to understand it is one single action which causes um, a ripple effect. so for example if you drop a pebble in a pond that's one single action from you but that pebble creates a lot of energy and a lot of vibrations and a lot of frequencies in in the example of the ripples. so using expansion energy requires, far less from us to get it going and far less from us to keep it going. And expansion energy is fueled by love. It's fueled by open heartedness. It's fueled by not attached to the outcome. It's, it's fueled by I'm not looking for a result. I'm just moving from this thing that excites me the most. So that's the, the first part of um, how I kind of figured out I needed to move away from striving energy as a, as a source of getting me moving in life and actually start to, to, you know, you know, um, immerse myself in expansion energy, which requires far less force and, um, and, and has this, um, you know, this ability to, to have me only do small actions, but the knock on effect is, is ongoing. It has a bit, it has more of an exponential um result to it without much energy for me wow so the way i the way i make sure that i'm in ex, in expansion energy all the time is this three step process that i use and the three stages or steps for me are self self observation or self observing self healing or self helping and self leadership self leading so self-observation is about awareness. It's about um, taking some time to just pause, step outside of what's happening and just observe the situation as like a third person. So a good way to, to, to um, think about this is if you think of your life as um, a river and you used a similar analogy, but and I did add this in in the group chat today, but for me thinking about self-observation is looking at your life like it's a big, it's a river and you can either be in the river being swept along, being pulled under, hitting rocks, slamming against the bank, or you can be sitting on the bank observing the river or observing your life. And the most powerful place to be, of course, is to be the observer and not be, caught up in the in the current and in the flow and in the um energy of the river and that's the same for us in life so when we can take a situation and first of all be the observer of the situation so how do we practice this well the easiest way to begin to practice it is to just start to notice your reactions to certain things you know what is it that ups you know do i feel upset right now and if i do can I just observe me being upset? Let's not try and figure it out. Can, can I just observe that I'm, I'm upset now or I'm feeling upset now and just sit with that for a little bit, you know, and I'm keeping this really simple uh, for the listeners because this is obviously, you know, there's a lot more we can do here, but these are just some, just, I'm just making this process very simple because if you've never done this work before, it can be, you know, it can be quite overwhelming and, you may find that you spend a lot of time in self-observation to begin with before you move into self-healing. Mm. You know, honing our awareness takes practice. So if you haven't you know, really immersed yourself in, in becoming aware of what's arising and, and what's upsetting me or what's bringing me joy, you know, self-awareness is just about noticing what is arising and what's passing you know the law of impermanence what's here in front of me right now and just being the observer of that you know sit on the riverbank of your life and just watch what's flowing past you right now to start to practice observing yourself in situations and just noticing without judgment without trying to fix it without trying to you know figure it out without thinking it should or shouldn't be there just become the observer the second part, of course, then is, um, is self-healing. So once we can start to practice observing and being the self-observer of what's going on in our life, we then have an opportunity to sit with and be with and welcome the feelings that come up once we start to self-observe. Because a lot of us are currently... you know, you know, plowing through our lives in this driving energy, not even aware we're on this, this autopilot of almost self-destructive habits and, and uh, movements because we haven't ever stopped and just taken a pause. We haven't ever stopped and just first observed what's going on here right now, and then felt what's going on here right now. You know, as little kids, and I did this as a parent, but, um, you know, we were always taught, don't be sad. Don't be sad. Don't be angry. You know, don't be upset. Here, have a cookie, you know, or whatever it was. We were given any kind of distraction other than let's feel the feeling. We were never taught to feel the feeling. But feeling the feeling is where we get to really step into our power. Because we've got, you know, we've got layers and layers and layers and layers and, and trapdoors filled with unfelt, uns, unexpressed, unwelcomed, misunderstood feelings, most of which we think shouldn't be there, but mm. most of which are there and need for us to heal. And, you know, and the way to heal is to feel. So feeling is healing. Wow, so, so the second bit. aspect, yeah, is just, is just, in, is the self-healing. And then once we become very powerful self-observers, which is the awareness, and then we move into the self-healing, which is the acceptance and the healing, the feeling to heal, we can then move into really powerful self-leadership, which is where we start to navigate our lives from a position of responding rather than reacting to something that we, we haven't taken the time to see and we haven't taken the time to feel. And if we're moving from that space, we're in striving energy. You know, we're in this, I've got to figure this out. Let me just have, let me just do this so that this happens. And, and that's not a powerful position for us to, to live from. And especially right now, when we have so many people around us that are looking to us to be these, um, these hubs of calmness and these places of peace You know, our kids, our colleagues, uh, our family, either direct or indirect, you know, a lot of people will be looking to who is the calm and peaceful person right now. And the way we get to be that for others is to be that for ourselves first and foremost. And that comes from being a powerful self-observer, a powerful self-healer, which will make you by default a really powerful self-leader,
0: um, how powerful is that in you know in in these in these chaotic times where things outside of us seem chaotic but we can control and and you know shift the very things within us um, that that we know is going to lead to a better quality of life and like I said, many people who uh who jumped on the uh group coaching call today um mm. and a lot of the people who have been following my content recently have have seen that. I totally believe that these, these external circumstances and these, these times of chaos uh, just force us to go in, force us to go inward, mm-hmm. and, uh, and we're forced to now look at the patterns that we, were, uh, that we were basically neglecting before. And so it's presenting a really key opportunity right now for us to do this, like you're saying, self-observation, self-healing, mm-hmm. and then self leading. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really cool. Cause then, like I said, you can start responding to, you know, these circumstances in ways that you, in ways that like your highest self would do. And in ways yeah. that in ways in which you want to lead your family, your audience, you know, your friends, whatever, whatever example you want to set, you can start responding rather than reacting. And if you can do that mm-hmm. from a place of observing a place of healing, and then leading from that, from that base, uh, that creates a really, really cool platform. So, to go through those again, so it's self-observe, uh, self-observing, Self,
1: self-observing. is
0: all about awareness. Self-healing. Yep. yep. Self-healing, healing.
1: which is all about acceptance, which is what you were chatting about today. Being with the what is. That yep. is. That's part of the self-healing process. But feeling, you know, healing. Uh, sorry, feeling to heal. So we've yep. got to feel to heal. We have to start to understand the law of impermanence that says everything that is, that is right here with us right now is going to, is going to pass, is going to pass, right? This too shall pass. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure if that's Rumi or whoever said that, but, but that's essentially the law of impermanence. Yeah. Everything that is here right now is only here temporarily. It is going to pass. And whether we refer to the universe which I, I was saying before, I'm not sure if it cut out, you know, even Pluto isn't part of our solar system anymore, but no one's kind of picketing and going, bring back Pluto. We just kind of know that stars implode and suns implode, you know, like every, the universe is impermanent and nature is impermanent, but so is everything that's in front of us right now, whether it's a feeling, an emotion, a situation or a circumstance, it is also impermanent. Because that is the very, it is the very law of the universe under which everything is governed, and that in itself brings a little peace if we can remember that. You know, everything that's here is going to pass at some point, but we need to be the observer of that, right? Can we just observe? Happiness is here. Don't cling to it. Let's not get all clingy about it. Let's not crave it but happiness is here and happiness is going to pass and now sadness is here. Now let's not get all avert, uh, you know, react, you know, um, in resistance and and in a a state of aversion to that, but let's just know sadness is here and sadness is also going to pass. And then something else is going to arise and it will pass and, and so on and so forth. It's when we get into that state of um, resistance or avoidance or clinging or craving, that we're no longer present with what's here right now. We are either, um, you know, wanting something that was with us and we want it to stay, which means that we're a little bit in the past, or we're trying to avoid something coming towards us, which is like trying to resist the future. So we're now in future thinking. And in either instance, we're not in the presence of what's with us right now. So... Um yeah, so self-healing is noticing are you in resistance or avoidance to something and moving into acceptance of what is, what's here right now, and observe, being uh, being able to observe it and feel it and heal it. Mm, so awesome. you know sometimes you know sometimes we'll spend a lot of time in those first two. I certainly know when I first started this as a practice. I spent a lot of time in self observing and sometimes self observing was only available to me on reflection. It wasn't available to me in the moment and that's okay too, you know, sometimes hours after I'd had a situation or a conflict or a, um, you know, I didn't handle something well or sometimes days or weeks later, I would go, Oh man, that was that thing. You know, that was that thing that I didn't see in the moment. But it just, the more we can practice this, the quicker we become at at being able to, like you said today on the phone, you know, like when you were having trouble with passwords and whatever, you were very quickly, almost instantaneously able to become the self-observer of the situation. That's what we want to practice. That's what we want to aim towards. But still be okay. Even if you've practiced this a lot, (laughs) But you're not always going to get it instantly. You know, self-observation is very much sometimes something that we use as a reflection tool. You know, we get to reflect on what, what did I not see in that situation and can I observe it now from this position? Can I, you know, can I be here now and just observe what was happening then? And was there a feeling that came up? You know, was there something that came up to be, to be felt, to be healed, that I didn't get to catch because I was in such a, you know, I was in it, not observing it.
0: Yeah. And one thing I want you to observe is your phone battery (laughs) because I know before before (laughs) we jumped on, before we jumped on, uh, Jennifer was explaining that she doesn't have a whole lot of battery left. So we're going to keep it within the, within 30 minutes. What's your battery? Can you check?
1: I'm at 23%. I'm doing uh, no, great. know you're doing doing very
0: well. <laughs> but let's uh that's awesome. And and this is all about yeah. living like you said, I think a key piece all the, these three steps are all really cool uh pieces of awareness so that you can start living from more of that expansion energy, right? It's moving mm, from Absolutely. the energy of the energy of uh you know the fuel if your fuel is your fear and you're using that mm-hmm. to strive um, mm-hmm. then relying on these three steps and having these three steps as a piece of awareness is to work through can just help you go from that can, can help you go from striving into that place of expansion in that place of Absolutely. in the place of love the place of wanting to move forward um, and the place of wanting to do it without attachments, without attachments to
1: yeah.
0: your, your circumstances, without attachments to your results. I mean, that's a huge piece. Mm. What, 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 advice would you give someone that's, that's, uh, attached to a particular result? Like they're, they're working hard in their business and they're like, okay, I'm, I'm willing to go from, um, hard work and hustle to, you know, an inward, uh, an inward base. I'm willing to work and operate from a place of love, but how do you help someone go from, uh, you know, go from that sort of mentality, who is still obsessed or still working towards a particular result, whether it be the money, the clients or mm-hmm. the, the engagement, what, what advice would you give someone that's like, Oh, my God, I just want that result?
1: I, the, the first thing I usually ask when I can see someone is really caught in striving energy is, is I get them to connect back to their why? Why? Why do you want that result? why do you want that outcome? Why do you need to have a million followers? Why do you want a million dollars in the bank? Why? What is, what's your why? Because if we are moving from our why, we won't be attached to an outcome because there are a million ways that our why can move us forward. Does that make sense? Yeah, or, or should totally. I expand?
0: No, totally. And people can go deep on that, right? People can go deep. And totally. Because your soul doesn't want a million followers. <laughs> right? It
1: doesn't. Your soul knows why it wants to move in a certain direction. Yeah. And if you are tapped into your why, and I was working with a lady yesterday and I asked her probably three or four times, why is that important to you? And she would answer. And then I would say, and why is that important to you? And she would answer again. And then I would say, and why is that important to you? And, you know, after the initial sort of, you know, locking horns took place, because it did, she was getting very frustrated with me continually. Why is that important to you? But once we got past the, you know, down underneath the that egoic layer of, you know, because, 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 And really got to the heart of the matter, which is where we want to be moving from. Mm. In the end, she realized that, you know, somewhere she had lost her connection to what her heart was really, um, what was really important to her heart. And she was trying to control the, the way that showed up. And once we connect back to our heart and what's really important to us, It can look a million ways and it will never be about money. It will never be about a million followers. It will never be about, you know, winning, you know, getting on top of the ladder. It'll never be about any of that. And I heard you say this morning, Tyson, and I love this as an example, you know, you would be showing up on those calls, whether anyone was listening or not. Why? Because your why is to speak this stuff into existence it's not your job to figure out who's going to hear it it's your job your gift your dharma to speak it that's what all of us are here to do that's what we're all here to give the gift that's inside us to give but the minute we start putting a structure and a framework and a set of rules to that then it's no longer a gift it's a manipulation
0: Mm. wow yeah i mean totally resonates with me and it's it's i haven't done a lot of content on this i might do an episode about it but it's sort of like you know having your goals focusing on the end goals rather than like the the means to the end so a lot of people are having uh their goals be a means to the end so the goal might be get a million followers or million dollars in the bank whatever it may be
1: mm, and
0: mm. and it's very short term very uh means to an end but it that's mm. not really what you want. What you want is what Mm-mm. that will lead to, right? right. And um, and when you're in your heart, like you say, when you're working from a place of what you call expansion, expansion mm. energy, you tap into some, a, a re, a, you tap into a resource that allows you unlimited ways to get to that actual thing that you want, and you don't necessarily Absolutely. have to go through the million followers to get there, Mm-mm. right? Mm-mm. And it's a it's a, it's a key piece of It's a key piece of awareness to be here in the now, to be in your expansive energy, to come from a place of love and come from a place of surrender. And Mm. then those answers, those unlimited possibilities will start flowing through you. Would you agree?
1: Mm. Mm. And look, here's the other thing, too. So I also think that when we're in that striving energy and when we're trying to control an outcome, it's like um, having like you're the coach on, you know, on this thing called the game, your game of life. And you've got these, all these players that can, you know, be a part of it. But as, you know, as, as the coach and, you're, and if you're trying to really just control the game of life, it's like benching your star player. So your star player will innately know what to do in a pressure situation, right? It will just know. So to me, when we're busy trying to control the way our life looks, it's like benching the universe. So if the universe is our star player, it's like benching the universe. It's like us saying, look, universe, you just take a seat. I've got a game plan. It's a pretty darn good one. It's going to get me a million followers. It's going to get me a million dollars in the bank. We're going to win this game of life and the universe sits there on the bench and kind of goes, okay, you know, I've, I've got some pretty slick moves, but <laughs> if you've got this, you know, we'll go with your game plan. But Hey, you know, <laughs>
0: I'll be the water boy could, if you want.
1: Oh yeah, I could, we could, co- you know, we could have co-created this, but you, if you've got this, let's go with your way. Oh, man, exactly, so true, Right? it's like that. And, but where if we kind of get everything, you know, if we open our hearts to letting everyone, you know, that's, you know, and by everyone, I mean, you know, it, everything that is meant to be part of our game of life, if we kind of just let it all come in and do its thing without us trying to be in control of it, you know, we're letting, you know, that's like, yeah, it's, it's allowing Uh, the energies that are there to support us to, to do that. Otherwise we're just switching off all these, you know, we're kind of limiting our vibration and limiting the the frequency that we're reaching because we think we know how it's going to look. We think we know how to, you know, make a million dollars. We think we know how to get a million followers, but there's there's also a million ways that that can show up. And there are a million frequencies that can be true on, but we have to, bring the universe off the bench and let the universe co-create through us yeah. and do its thing and do what it's here to do. It takes uh, a lot otherwise of trust. It will, yeah. Otherwise it will be hard work. All your life it will be hard work. And at the end of it, you'll have the million dollars and you'll kind of go, huh, I kind of thought this was going to be it, but it's yeah. not it. This isn't <laughs> the thing. And if anyone's listening to this and you've had this big, had a big goal and you've strived and strived and you've worked your butt off and you've said things like, you know, I'll, just, I'll be happy when I hit this thing and then you hit this thing and then you go, huh, that wasn't it. <laughs> you know, you'll know what I mean. You know, you'll know what I mean by we have to allow the universe to co-create through us. If we move from our why and we, which will put us into our heart, there's a million ways that we can be giving our gift yeah. sometimes we don't even know what our gift is. Sometimes we're trying to give a gift that isn't even ours. It's it's a cookie cutter version of someone we saw doing something somewhere mm. and we kind of went, yeah, I'm going to make that my gift and it's not even your gift.
0: Wow. You know, That's awesome. That's, it's a deep level of trust and guidance and sticking to your flow. And a lot of, like I say, a lot of patterns will come up in those circumstances that you can observe, oh, yeah. that you can heal and so that you can start, you can start leading and so there's plenty of takeaways here plenty of key tips and you know ways in which people can leverage their their energy to go through this tough period um mm. what, is there anything that you, you want to finish up on anything that we might have missed any any piece of uh any piece of content that might wrap this up nicely uh or is this is well, this a good old summary I, I
1: guess look i just would finish with saying if you are Feeling all the feels of what's going on right now, the the you know, the fear, the frustrations, the you know, the overwhelm, the being overcome, being overloaded, whatever it is, first of all, be okay, let it be there. And then second of all, and this will is probably a very triggering way to end this. Go for it. But do but do nothing. When you feel like you need to fix something or make something happen take a pause, at least sleep on it, at least sleep on it and have fresh look at it the next day. You know, you and I are big meditators, Tyson, and, and we both, um, have meditation as a very, um, you know, important part of our day-to-day living. And so I meditate a lot. And when I find myself in, um, you know, in that, in that striving energy when I feel I'm reacting to the world or, you know, feeling the overwhelm of the emotions of the world or the fears and the, you know, like I went to the supermarket a couple of days ago and I went from having a real bit feeling calm and peaceful to actually being pulled into the overwhelm of the world. And so I came home and I just turned off everything, removed all distractions. And I just sat in silence for half an hour and just dropped back into my heart. And that, You know, that's a really important thing. The more overwhelmed or scared or uncertain you feel, the more I would encourage you to do nothing from that space, but just take a pause.
0: Wow. I want to do a podcast episode on that because uh, yeah. f- it's, it's one of our primary patterns to act from that place Act. when you think something's yes. wrong. And um,
1: I was just going to say before when you, when you said something about patterns, I was going to say, oh, my gosh, that's a whole nother podcast yes. because we, we are blind to, to how we react to our patterns mostly.
0: Yeah. that might be an episode I'll riff on tomorrow because so many things when good. I'm reading ancient wisdom like, like Buddhism or, or the Tao and Taoism, I, it, it comes up so, ma- so many times that you don't need to do anything. You do not need to do anything. It flows when you don't do anything and you live in surrender, things flow through you. You can operate from a place of a channel. It'll, it'll pour through you. Like it's like, it's almost like it's the divine that's speaking through you and you just have to sit there and, and not resist it. You just have to sit there and allow exactly. it to come. Right.
1: Look, I shared this with you, you know, that I did a 10 day Vipassana, which is, you know, a 25 century old um, Buddhist meditation technique and so you're in silence meditating for 10 11 hours a day for 10 days straight and that was the most amazing thing in that process for me which is exactly what you just said is the doing nothing and being blown away by how every how life just takes care of everything if you just allow it to do that surrender to allowing it to do that it's just so powerful but it takes trust right it takes a bit of trust and it takes a bit of practice and you know little by little day by day yep yes (laughs) i love this tyson i love i could you know you know that I, we both could jam on this stuff all day long because we don't, we don't just learn it. We, we both live it. And I know yes. you live this and I know, you know, I live it too. And it's been so transformative for both of us.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Where can people find out more about you and what you have going on?
1: Yes. Yeah, so um, my website's probably the best resource, all the W's, my name, Jennifer Forster.com. Um, and I am, about to commence. I've fast tracked this because of the circumstances. I wasn't going to launch it until May, but I'm now fast tracking it to the first of April. A, um, it's called Soul Expansion Online Group Program, and it's a month by month program where it's all online. We do a whole bunch of stuff together, um, including guest speakers. But the months are themed, so we're kind of just honing in on small areas of our life month by month and creating some new habits, um, yeah, area by area. And um, if you know who the commando is, Steve Willis, he's going to be my special guest in April. So that's kind of cool. I'm pretty excited about that. Awesome. I'm I'm not tooting my own horn, but we're old friends. So I kind of reached out to him and said, dude, can you be my special guest? Yeah, you have so all I'm the really, connections. <laughs> so I'm really happy that he said yes because he's he is a super busy man and everyone is busy right now. So, yes, but all of that is on my website. So that would be the best place to go. Tyson, Beautiful. can I just thank you for being the shining light in the world that you are. And for bringing open heartedness to, to business, because there is so few people out there that have flipped the business model in the way that you have. And I just think you are amazing and I just want to acknowledge you.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. This is just, it's pouring out of me. It's uh, it's something that when I, when I learn and embody this stuff, I see how, there's just the, there's, especially in the Western world, there's just the two polar opposites of of that. And since mm. I started adopting things like you know Eastern philosophies teach, like the like surrender, like just mm. being a place of allowance, being a place of flow, trust, mm-hmm. all those different things, uh, results started pouring to me. Not only business results, but the quality of my life is so different. It's so different, and yeah. so and that's the biggest thing of all is is being able to have that flow and then you can use all of the Western business yes, you know, philosophies, exactly. tools, tactics in your flow. And I think it's the combination of the two is just uh, can be, can be in your expansion as well. And so I just yeah. feel so pulled to bring this to people and, and heighten the level of consciousness for the planet and for business owners. Mm. So I appreciate
1: that. you especially coming as now well. Oh look and especially now, because I think as we begin to rebuild after this global crisis, um, I think it's a beautiful opportunity for everybody to start to um, look at their business models from a more heart centered position and, you know, expansion energy is flow. That's, you know, we all, and I know myself when I have dipped back into that striving energy, everything just stops, right? Everything it's like, you know, it's like putting a, you know, a plug into a, a, you know, a bath and, and the water just stops flowing, you know, and it was like the ripple effect that I was saying earlier with the pebble example, you know, expansion energy is just that flow. Everything just flows. It doesn't need you to do anything. Once you, you know, move from that, you know, that heart centered and heart um, based energy the rest just becomes a flow and you know, when you move out of it because it stops.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you feel the resistance, right? You feel you everything's, everything's just harder. Conky, Nothing's flowing. Yeah. You, you feel yeah. attached. You feel in resistance and mm-hmm. yeah, it's a clear difference compared to expansion where you just feel your, you feel you're coming from your heart. You feel like you're there to serve. You feel like you're there to mm. make a difference. You feel like you're in purpose uh, it's just an absolute game changer. So I, Mm. I really thank you for being here. This is a really cool, uh, really cool process, really cool way to just sum it all up and to just, uh, reframe where people are at and, and this, and the tools they can get through. So I'll put, I'll put the, your website in the, uh, show notes so people can just easily go there and, and link on there. Um, and thank you again so much for coming on. Is there, uh, is there anything else that you want to finish up on?
1: No, only that I'm so grateful that you, that we crossed paths. I'm w- one of your most massive fans. Thank you. I, I love what you do. So thank you. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Thanks so much.
0: Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Business podcast. If you're like me and you have a heart that wants to contribute, you might want to come join us over on the online Facebook community called Connect, Contribute, Collaborate.